Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Wise Woman Podcast. We are moving into a three-part series, 30 Things That I Have Learned in My 30 Years. This is going to be a combination of mindset, spirituality, mindfulness, entrepreneurship, alignment, all jumbled together. And I encourage you to stay present for all three parts and to Really find yourself in a calming space as you are listening to these sessions. I'm so excited to share this three-part series with you and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Wise Woman Podcast. I'm so excited to dive into part one of this three-part series, 30 Things That I Have Learned in 30 Years. Thank you so much for being present. If we have yet to hang out, if this is your first time in my world connecting with me, hi, welcome. I'm Erin. This is my podcast, and I'm really about that integration of Eastern ritual, Western psychology, mindful entrepreneurship, sharing the medicine on your heart, and that your greatest work is to show up. I spent my early 20s living in Israel, living in India. I have my master's in clinical psych and education. I built a very robust spiritual business, leading retreats all around the world, sharing a ton of corporate wellness, and very organically became a business coach, a business mentor for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. And today we are going to dive into the first uh, the first 10 of 30 things that I have learned in my 30 years. Thank you so much for being present. And we are moving into number one. Do mindset work daily and live in this feeling state that anything is possible. So if you follow me on Instagram at Aaron R. Doppel, which I'm sure many of you already do, you may be familiar with some of my mantras. And mindset work is truly one of the most important ways to start your day. I call this mornings with meaning. I meditate, I journal, I practice yoga. I really love to work with Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. Uh, I read Paulo Coelho quite often, and we're going to talk a bit about that later on. So here are some of my mantras that have transformed my life, my business, the way I connect to myself, my clients, the world around me. The first one is what other people think about me is none of my business. Now, I've worked with so many entrepreneurs, so many light leaders, so many humans that have this great desire to be authentic and live in their truth and their fear of what other people think about them gets in the way. And you know what? It's okay. We live in a society where we are supposed to care. We're supposed to care how we look, how we feel, how we think. We have this social media platforms, many social media platforms that almost just speak to our subconscious mind or insecurities. And so many people will allow that mindset block to prevent them from showing up for their great work or to just really live their truth. So a mantra I share with you, what other people think about me is none of my business. You may say it to yourself a million times a day, really move into that practice. Let it be the alarm in your phone. What other people think about me is none of my business. When you find yourself 
over obsessing maybe about a comment you made years ago to, you know, a periphery person or a ex-partner or, you know, a breakup or a working relationship that didn't go your way. Instead of ruminating over it, practice the mantra, what other people think about me is none of my business. Let that feel juicy, aligned, thoughtful for you. Let it work for you and really, really believe it. It's a transformational mantra. The second one I want to talk about is why not me? Now, social media is a really interesting platform and it can also give you a gateway into somebody else's life, somebody else's soul, how they live and think, but also seeing how somebody spends their Monday on the beach, right? Or you get to see the gateway into somebody's family and how they connect with their kids. Why not me is a mantra I've used for myself to envision the best case scenario. Why can't I ha- why can't I have the gorgeous hairy husband? Why can't I have the multiple six-figure business? Why can't I spend my days really only working you know, a couple hours and then having brunch with my mom or traveling to a new exotic place. Why can't I fly first class? These are some of the things that I encourage you to contemplate. Why not you? You can have it all. Allow yourself to daydream about this mantra and see what comes up for you. The third one I'd love to talk about is I'll have some of that. This is a really powerful manifestation practice. Whenever you see something you most desire, Maybe you see somebody having a beautiful meal or a designer item that you want for yourself or living in a beautiful villa or writing a book and having that best-selling title or just a couple walking down the street holding hands. Say to yourself, I'll have some of that. All have some of that is an incredibly powerful mantra. It is you manifesting in real time and calling in what you most desire, shooting your shot, if you will. The fourth one is I'm always safe in my truth. So if you are speaking authentically, if you are speaking from a place of highest alignment, if you are speaking your truth, you are always safe, right? Like you do not need to edit yourself. This is not a space for you to edit. Whenever you feel like you are copying somebody else or just saying something for the sake of saying it, that's when you are out of alignment. So if it is true for you, it is likely to be true for those around you, possibly your soulmate clients, possibly your friends and family. Um, If they resonate with it, then it's probably going to be true for them as well. But just coming back into that space of you are always safe in your truth and just speaking, just making sure that if you are speaking from that highest alignment, then may you go out, may you use your social platforms, may you feel secure in sharing that message far and wide. The fifth one is I am committed to feeling good, right? I am more committed to feeling good than really anything else. So if you are in a launch right now that maybe isn't going your way, or if you are in a relationship that doesn't serve you, or if you are feeling stressed at your job or in your life in any capacity, what must occur to realign you to that commitment of feeling good? So this is a big role when I talk to my clients or my friends about self-care or how you're feeding your body. How you feed your body is a deep form of self-love. Yes, I'm sure the cookie or the cocktail 
or the pizza will be really amazing in this moment. And I'm so committed to feeling good that I know if I'm going to have it or not. Or I'm so committed to feeling good that I really only have relationships in my life that are inspiring and not toxic and there's zero drama. Or I'm so committed to feeling good, I'm not gonna work with this client who has been really just putting a lot of excuses forward or it seems kind of heavy to work with, right? So I'm more committed to feeling good than anything else. This means that I have a schedule rooted in cycle syncing. This means that I uh, work with people that feel really good to be around. I only take on projects that are of highest alignment. So what does that look like for you when you are committed to feeling good? The sixth one is I cannot care more than my clients care. So this is a big one for you in any working relationship, even in like your personal relationships. Um, this comes up a lot. I know I have so many amazing friends in my life and I really, I know they desire a romantic partner. I want them to have their romantic partner as well, but I cannot care more than they care. I cannot go on those dates for them, right? I cannot be on the dating apps. I cannot go to those networking events for them. They have to do what is best for them. They have to care more than I care. The same is true for my clients. Of course, I want all of my clients to be hitting five-figure months and six-figure years. And if they are not showing up, if they are you know, not putting in the work, I cannot care more than them. I learned that the hard way. And if you are an entrepreneur, if you are taking on clients, I know I have so many clients who also have a ton of clients, you cannot care more than they care. And once you really internalize that, I think uh, your gut will release and you will feel a lot more aligned. The next mantra I want to serve with you, share with you is the seventh. Selling is serving, right? So when you go out into the world, when I go out into the world, I know when I'm inviting people into Limitless Mastermind, I know when I'm inviting people to get certified in the Certificate of Mindfulness and Wellbeing Strategy, I'm, sh I'm sharing with them a way for them to experience the ultimate transformation. If that is of highest alignment for them, they will show up, right? They will show up. It is a big spiritual shift that has transformed my business and I know has transformed the business for many of my clients as well. So once you just understand that you helping people shift their diet or you helping people build a meditation practice or you helping people just realign their mindset and connect to the highest version of themselves, you are sharing a product or a service that is going to transform the lives of your soulmate clients, it is serving, right? So selling is always going to be serving. Allow that to be your mantra. And then the last mindset practice, the last mantra I'll share with you. Of course, I have so many. Um, this is a space where I just really want you to internalize my soulmate clients love when I offer them solutions to their problems. So just allowing yourself be really clear in that, just reiterating that selling is serving and kind of wrapping up that whole entire message with a bow. That is the way that you can share it with the world. Allow these mantras, take the one that most resonates with you. Let it be an alarm in your phone. Let it go off often. Maybe even write it at the top of your journal and journal what comes up for you when we dive deep into these practices. So number one, do mindset work daily. Anything is possible. Show up for that miracle. Show up for that experience. Number two, the earlier you learn how to meditate, the better. So the sooner you learn that meditation is a life-altering practice, 
the sooner you will live a life beyond your wildest dreams, the sooner you will live that life of alignment, that life of transformation. And meditation is an incredibly powerful tool. I've lived in silence. I've studied so many different lineages of yoga, yogic philosophy, Ayurveda, meditation. I teach up-level meditation, which is geared for people with ADD, ADHD, anxiety, depression, compulsive, sometimes negative thought patterns. It is deeply transformational. So the second you can start meditating, I encourage you to do it first thing in the morning just to live in that enlightened or that connected or that woke or just that relaxed nervous system headspace forever and ever and ever. Meditate first thing in the morning. Breathe into the depths of your lower belly. Allow this to be deeply transformational for you. Something that I think is so interesting I saw this on social media about like how many fucks a day you can give and when you meditate you can typically handle more fucks given in a day so let's say typically your quota is you can give 10 fucks in the duration of a day you can likely give a little bit more when you are meditating it's just one funny way to look at it I think I saw that on TikTok, and I just I thought it was really hilarious in that same breath, you're typically more calm, more centered, more present, so you can react in a more calming, centered, present way. Something else that I've really learned about meditation is everybody has different capacity. For example, I recently had to I recently had to expedite my passport and it required me to get all like fill out all of this paperwork. I had to call like all of these different places. I'm changing my last name legally because I got married and that requires me to go to the DMV and to just fill out all this social security paperwork. And I fucking hate that. There is like that stresses me out. That is something that I can't. Um, that's something that will just drive me bananas. And in that same space, I know there are people who that's digestible for them. That's easy. They fill out the paperwork. They go to the post office. They go to the DMV. They just do it. And it just made me think about how things that I find digestible, things that I find easy. For example, I can fly across the world right now, pack up a little bag. No big deal to me. For some people, that would be very, very, very stressful. I can attend a wedding at like really any event by myself. For some people, that would be really stressful and not aligned with them. So everybody has different layers of capacity and just finding which one works best for you and how meditation can really help you have almost a larger capacity to kind of show up for things that might be a little bit more difficult, but you can do it in a way that feels aligned. Meditation is a life-altering tool. If you want to transform your life, start now, start today, start with a deep lower belly breath and do what works back best for you. It can be active, it can be silent seated, it can really just breathing deeply, aligning, allowing yourself to have that space. That is always gonna be deeply transformational. The mantra goes that if you are busy, meditate for 20 minutes. If you are incredibly insane, overwhelmingly busy, you have to meditate for 40. It is more important than the tasks that you need to do throughout your day. How you connect to yourself, how you show up, that is always going to be deeply transformational. So make sure you are setting out time. I know for myself, I've spent so much of my life 
practicing kundalini meditation or active meditation, I am now in a phase of my life where I am resonating more with sitting outside and moving into a silent seated practice. It's kind of what's really working for me right now. And just know that you can always change your mind. You can always shift. If this resonates with you, I'm first and foremost a meditation expert. Feel free to head on over to my website. Look at Up Level Meditation. And if you use code UPLEVEL, U-P-L-E-V-E-L, you will get 67% off on my UPLEVEL Meditation online course, which shares with you how to create a meditation practice in 30 days. It's all online. It's deeply transformational. Many people have already gone through this practice. So may it serve you. May you start now. May that be your day. So number two, learn how to meditate. Uh, learn as early as you can how you can meditate. I remember I received my acceptance letter to Columbia University while I was living in a mostly silent ashram in Kerala in South India. And I was so deep in my meditation practice. I was so immersed. I was meditating for hours a day. And I, I often come back into that thought, into that feeling. I wasn't super pumped about being in that silent ashram. And yet that experience has really shown me how transformational meditation can be. So number two, begin your meditation practice and begin it immediately. Begin it right now. Begin with a lower belly breath. In fact, let's just take one together. Inhale deeply, lower belly expands. Exhale completely, let it go. Number three, Marry a flexible person. If you believe in marriage, if marriage is something that you desire for yourself, marry a flexible person. This is something that in my, I've been married for almost a year now and something, I married a man who's flexible. He's also loving and brilliant and inspiring and we connect so deeply about how much we love Israel. We could talk to each other in a little bit of Hebrew and uh, like a little bit of Spanglish. And I just am so grateful for this relationship in my life. And he is so flexible. Life can be difficult. Marry somebody who can change their plans last minute. Marry somebody who can just roll with you. Marry somebody who is down to just jump in the car and go to a family event, even after kind of a stressful day at work. This past year with John living on the road, we go from hiking and we're really smelly and then we go camping and then sometimes we get caught in a storm and, and it's like very, like we were in this really crazy storm actually. And I was so nervous and I was so scared and we had these like really big plans to go camping somewhere, but we ended up shifting and just staying in a hotel. We both have very big Jewish families with very different uh, and large and consuming personalities. And I'm just so grateful that I'm with somebody who is calm, centered and present and that we are both flexible and can kind of just show up for each other based on what is occurring around us. John and I have always been kind of the flexible family member, the peacemaker, if you will. And I am really grateful for this relationship in my life. I notice it's not true for everyone. So if you are listening to this, if you have yet to be married, if you are calling in your highest romantic partner right now, 
marry a flexible person. This is something that I'm so grateful for and of all the qualities that I dreamed of in my romantic partner. Flexibility wasn't really one of them and now I am realizing how grateful I am that this is just something that John and I really have. So number three, marry a flexible person and then it really just dives into number four, give people and yourself a break. Give people in your life and yourself a fucking break. And this is, my clients know that I say this. And here's what I truly believe. There are some people in this world, on this planet, who have been here many times, who are what we call an old soul. These are the people who are eight years old and they just have these really profound epiphanies to share with you. This is, like, like people are old on this earth and there are people who are new. I was just talking about this with my mastermind girls. And you can tell a new soul when it's somebody who is easily addicted to kind of like social media or how they uh, choose to feed themselves or drugs and alcohol or toxic relationships or reality TV. And yes, I love those things. I love having a cocktail every now and then. I love watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise. Like I love eating shitty food every now and then. Although actually I don't really eat shitty food. So um, that doesn't feel true for me, even though I said it. But there are people who are new in this world and you, you just sometimes at the end of the day when you are feeling frustrated with a relationship in your life, Something that has really helped me is just realizing, and of course I've had to work with psychics and healers and mediums about this, but there are people in this world who are new. This is their second, third, or fourth time here. Maybe it's your 100th time. Um, I know Perry, who is one of my very dear friends. She's also the support coach in many of my masterminds. Uh, she tells me that I was a guide in many lives. So coming here right now and being reincarnated, um, working in this space and encouraging people to show up for their highest vibrational life. I really show up well in that guide space and I can almost see when somebody's been here for a while, when people kind of see a lot of obstacles that prevent them from showing up. It's just something that I recently have allowed myself to move into. It's also a little bit, um, the phrase cut and dry kind of resonates with me here is I'll work with, I feel like so many of my clients are old souls. I work with so many people who are old souls. And something that I've noticed is I can pick up when somebody's a little bit of a newer soul here and when they've kind of been here for a really long time. In the end, just really knowing how to give people a break, cut them a little bit of slack. It comes back into meditation, of course. So keeping check your reactions, always being calm, centered, and present, praying for yourself as you're moving into a new social situation. Some people need to learn what they need to learn in this lifetime. We are... Uh, like I know for me, the more time I spend in the States, the more time I've spent in America, I feel more American. I kind of make decisions based on more American thoughts and, and feelings and buying patterns. And then when I'm in Israel, when I'm in India, when I'm in Costa Rica, I definitely have 
different thought patterns, different buying patterns, different standards of beauty even. Um, I know when I'm in the States, so many of my friends have Botox and the lip injections and I, I'm like, wow, you're so beautiful. I'm so glad like you listened to yourself and you got what was of highest good and alignment for you. And when I'm in Costa Rica, that sun-kissed, that like your hair naturally going blonde just because you're in the sunshine all the time. It's almost as if that standard of alignment or that standard of beauty really shifts. So kind of giving people a break for where they grew up, who their families were, what country they're from, what that really looks like for them. That also kind of comes through for me when I think of giving people a break. I know a lot of the stress in my life is when I'm too hard on other people particularly the people that I'm closest to, my loved one, my, my loved ones, my closest friends. I really believe that our greatest work is to show up for your highest vibrational life. So when I notice somebody isn't, I used to be, um, you know, just questioning on it, like aware of it that, you know, they weren't showing up for the highest vibrational life. So I am learning. It's one, of, it's a practice I'm still working on giving people a break, knowing that people are doing the best they can, given what they know, given the dharma that was given to them, given the parents that was given to them, given the country they grew up in. So giving people a break and giving yourself a break as well, releasing that perfectionism, being a kind and loving voice. Uh, Of course, I will speak to this a little bit later on as well, but giving yourself and other people a break is something that is just going to allow you to breathe a little bit deeper, be a little bit gentler. And something that I say this to you, it's something I'm working on right now um, so we can keep each other accountable for it. Number five, this one is definitely going to be a little bit, actually, it's relevant for everyone. I wrote it to be more relevant to my entrepreneurial clients. Alas, I have learned that it's actually really relevant for everyone. Create before you consume. So this is really true when it comes to social media. Please make sure that you are creating before you are consuming. Social media is a weird space. Yes, it's a free megaphone for your brand. Yes, it's where I built a lot of my following. A lot of my higher ticket clients come through via Instagram. It is the space where I show up. I have gotten more into uh, other social media platforms as well. Alas, this is what is working for me. When you wake up in the morning and you go, of course, have your morning with meeting, please drink some water. Please breathe into the depths of your lower belly. And then when you do go to share authentically on social media, please make sure you are creating your content before you consume it. Have serious rules around social media. It is not a safe place. And I think people need to realize that. Like we are so addicted to this platform. Please make sure that you are honoring yourself, that before you hop on, you realize that you want to share some expert content today. Maybe you want to share some teaching or inspiration content today. My girlfriends and I always say how grateful we are that we grew up, that we're millennials, right? Because growing up right now as a Gen Z or with like the rise of, of all these social media platforms, just the feeling state of, and I've heard this, of kids being like, I go on Snapchat Snapchat, and I see all my friends are hanging out without me. Like that is a horrible feeling state. I'm so grateful that I wasn't, you know, that that's not relevant to me right now. So when you go on social media, definitely have time limits. Please do not spend too much time on social media. 
I have about a 40, 50 minute time limit for all of my social media apps. Yes, I do tend to spend a little bit more time on TikTok. I find it hilarious and I get so inspired. I am addicted to book TikTok. I have found so many amazing books. Again, more on that later. Um, if you are going to show up on social media, please keep in mind the four pieces of content to share to move your business forward. This is inspiration, connection, teaching, and selling content. Content. If you work with me, you know I talk about this all of all the time. May this serve you. May you show up from a place of alignment. Please, please, please have rules around how you show up on social media. Do not spend too much time there. So number five, create before you consume. And this organically moves us into number six. Have fun. Have fun with it. I It's so funny. A year ago, uh, or maybe even a year and a half ago, I was actually sponsored by TikTok. I was a TikTok partner. Um, I am having so much fun with TikTok. You probably, you can find me on TikTok at Aaron R. Doppelt, the same handle as my Instagram and my, and my Twitter. So this is a fun space. I've had so much fun honoring my inner child, showing up on this platform, making funny videos, making jokes. Um, I have yet to go viral. I think it's something that I really do because I can easily repurpose it and put it in as a reel on Instagram. But I am connecting with really interesting people on TikTok. Like I said, I am obsessed with book TikTok. I have found so many amazing books because of this platform. Really loving it, really loving uh, being part of that space. It is, um, it's just really fun for me. It's just really aligned. Maybe that's Clubhouse for you, right? Like if you live one client who loves radio, so she has been really thriving on Clubhouse. I have many clients in the spiritual mindfulness yogic space. They are doing great on TikTok and Instagram. I have some clients who just love Facebook, so that's where they show up. Some clients who are shifting over to YouTube, great, whatever feels most aligned and organic. Go there, have fun with it. So number six, have fun with it. Find this joy, find this intention, and make sure that you are enjoying the ride. Number seven, sovereign individual. This is a idea that my husband and I talk about often. My, John is really involved in Bitcoin. John and I really believe that freedom is our core desired feeling state. We really want to live this life of freedom, this life of alignment, this life of abundance. That This is what I really like to ask my clients. What does true freedom really look like for them? Is this having your own job? Does true freedom maybe mean working in in corporate America and not thinking about taking on clients, right? Freedom is going to look different for every single person. Does this mean having kids? Does this mean not having kids? Does this mean working remotely? Does this mean having a desk at WeWork? What does true freedom really look like for you? John and I do have a whole episode out all about Bitcoin. We are very involved in the awakening of cryptocurrency. Uh, really making sure that we are investing in what we believe in, which is this radical freedom. El Salvador just named Bitcoin as their uh, an acceptable currency. So we really just are moving forward with this idea that abundance and energy and money 
is something that is going to allow us to bring freedom into our lives. I know so many of my clients work with me because they want to have that financial freedom. They want to have the freedom to create their own brand, speak about what feels of highest alignment for them, share the medicine of their on their heart. So many people who are joining Limitless Mastermind, this is my newest mastermind working with me for six months, meeting in luxurious, adventurous, epic places all around the world. We are currently enrolling, so message me if you want to scale your business in alignment, live that life of freedom, travel with me all around the world. So many of my clients are nomadic. So many of my clients just want to have Wi-Fi to carry out their work. Sure, they might still have an apartment or a home in the States, and they want to spend their winters in Asia or Europe or in South America. So really giving my community permission to live that life of freedom, live that life of alignment, to show up in a way that feels of highest good for them. For John and I, that also means putting our money where our mouth is, for myself as well. I do have mentors, I do have coaches, I do have psychic mediums, I do have therapists. So really investing in myself to live that life of alignment and freedom and also encouraging my clients to do the same. So number seven, what does it look like to be a sovereign individual? What does true freedom look like for you? In that same space, um, decentralizing happiness, where happiness can be found, and what is your core desired feeling state? Like I said, that's freedom for John and I, that's for many of my clients. So what is it you most desire? Is it ease? Is it romance? Is it balance? Is it waking up in a healthy headspace? What is that core desired feeling state? It doesn't need to make sense to anybody else but you. I know for me, it's like my feeling state is reading a good book, drinking a cup of warm tea or coffee, being in nature. There's not a word for that, so I just call it alignment and freedom. So maybe it's like drinking sunshine or sitting with your toes in the sand. What is this core desired feeling state and how will it help you get more of what you most desire? Sovereign individual, Bitcoin, freedom, that is number seven. Number eight, God will always send you a gift. So whatever that looks like for you, I believe in God, energy, the universe, Gaia, Mama Gaia, trees, right? So whatever that looks like for you, this is something that I always believe to be true. This is something that is always on my heart and I trust in this deeply. Whenever I'm in a launch or whenever I kind of am feeling stuck, I always just pray for that alignment. I always just pray for that miracle. I will do mindset work around it and I will always take the aligned action needed. Maybe that's speaking authentically on social media or sharing this podcast or whatever that really looks like. And then I'll go and see that somebody randomly messaged me on Facebook and they want to work with me or um, I will go to a coffee shop and I will run into a friend of a friend of a friend and they are looking to grow their business and they happen to be a perfect fit for the mastermind that I am launching, right? A soulmate client will always come through. I always know God will send me a gift. This is what I truly believe in whenever you are feeling stuck or disconnected in any way going for a walk, and I always say uh, following the the glow. So, you know, when you're at an intersection and you, like, you're coming and you don't know if you should go left or right, but then the, the walking white man sign illuminates and you end up going that way just because the walking sign illuminates. 
follow that intuition, follow that alignment, follow that flow. God will always send you a gift. The universe will always send you a gift. You just have to be open to receiving it. This happens with launches. This happens with romance. This happens with upgraded flight tickets. You just have to show up and receive. So number eight, God will always send you a gift. Number nine, honor the Sabbath, right? Honor Shabbat, whatever that looks like for you, a digital detox in any way. Um, I am Jewish. I am deeply connected to the land of Israel. John and I do the best we can to honor Shabbat, which is sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. I will say when I am in a program launch, I do show up a little bit. And not so much anymore. That might have been true for an earlier version of me because um, I typically stay off social media on the weekends or, or I'm not even in my DMs on the weekends. So what does that look like for you? Get offline. This is essential. John and I love to go camping. After every program launch I have, I typically book a couple of days away for us. We are heading to Getaway. I love Getaway if you're not familiar with it. Uh, it's beautiful. It's basically a beautiful like trailer or kind of cabin with a toilet and a shower, a queen bed, a uh, an, uh, fridge, a stovetop in the middle of nowhere. We are heading um, to one of those locations next week. We also did Getaway Portland. That was amazing. I highly, highly recommend so when we are camping, no phones, no service, no technology. Um, of course, I use my Kindle for my book. But aside from that, we make fires. We look at the stars. We just reconnect and align. It is so deeply transformational. You have to get offline. You have to put your phone away. You have to stop scrolling. You need to honor a digital detox. It is so transformational. It allows your heart to reset. It allows you to breathe deeply into the depths of your lower belly. Please give yourself that gift. The world does not exist here, which I'm sorry to say. And there is so much pleasure to be found in the silence, away from your phone. We all have these little mini computers. And as you are driving or walking and listening to this podcast, Epic, may it serve you. Go sit in a coffee shop, enjoy, and allow yourself to also connect and be part of the world. Allow miracles to happen. Miracles cannot find you if you stay inside all the time. So here's another big piece of this. So many entrepreneurs, so many of my friends and family, especially after this bananas year of COVID, we're home all the time. And when you're home all the time with yourself, it limits different opportunities where you can have a run in at a grocery store or kind of just have a conversation with a stranger in a coffee shop. So go sit in a coffee shop, go get out. I've been working in coffee shops. I've been going to the public library. I've putting myself in situations where I get to run in and just have these beautiful conversations with strangers or run into, like I ran into my friend's grandpa recently. It made me so happy. It made me so beyond happy. We kibitzed, we talked about like the weather and it just brought so much joy into my eyes. I um, I'm currently back in Chicago for a little bit. John and I live nomadically. And I've just been connecting with some of my parents' neighbors. And it's so nice talking to them, 
And I keep telling my mom how we need to invite some of our neighbors over for a cocktail just because they're so cute. They have the cutest dogs. They have young kids. It's really nice. It's just really important to have that connection. Um, always set limits for how much you are on your phone. And like I said, something that this is still in the theme of honoring digital detox and honoring Shabbat. When somebody says to me they don't have time to meditate or they don't have time to start their business or they don't have time to date or they don't have time for whatever they're not prioritizing, I always say take out your phone and show me how much screen time you have. My clients know I talk about this when it comes to sales calls. Um, People will take out their phone and they'll be like, I have three, four, five hours of screen time. And I'm like, bullshit, you have time to start your business. You have time to date. You have time to go on a vacation. Miracles, yes, it is very likely. I built my whole business off of social media. I need my phone. You likely need your phone for that connection. And please make sure you have a 24-hour period where you are honoring some sort of Sabbath. You can do it any day of the week. I always let my parents know before I go offline just so they don't worry. Um, I try to do about 48 hours offline in a row, maybe even 72. So please honor that vacation. Please honor that Sabbath. Number nine, honor the Sabbath, honor a digital detox. Number 10, the last one in this series until the next episode. Number 10, always honor something to shift back into your highest self. Maybe it's movement, like going on a walk. Maybe it's journaling, meditating, pleasure, listening to this podcast, calling a friend or your mom, spending time in nature, taking an artist state. You always must do something to shift back into your highest self. Allow yourself time to shift back into your highest self. Julia Cameron says, go take an artist state, take yourself to a museum. I really believe in a deep lower belly breath, going for a walk spending time like I always call my mom or my sister or my closest friends when I really need to shift spirituality isn't measured by how much you are meditating or doing yoga it is measured by how quickly do you come back to God how quickly do you come back to your highest self so when you are in a funk just take that moment give yourself grace give yourself a fucking break and shift back into your highest self brush your hair Wash your hands, have a cup of tea, put yourself into a new physical space, light candles, cook yourself a nourishing meal. You must take time to shift, dance around your room, get out of your head, give yourself time to honor the miracle, give yourself time to shift, forgive yourself immediately and give yourself time to shift. So number 10, move back into a healthy headspace. Give yourself that mindful pause. All right. This was part one of three, 10 beautiful things that I've learned in my 30 years. Like I said, if you desire to launch and scale your business, bring in more alignment and freedom, scale to consistent five-figure months, six-figure years, this is why my clients work with me. If you want to join me in Costa Rica, In November of 2021, Limitless Mastermind is now enrolling. So please come hang out. 
you can message me on Instagram, Limitless, at Aaron R. Doppelt. As always, please rate, comment, subscribe. Please leave us five stars. Please leave a comment. When you leave a comment, if you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram or email my team, hello at AaronRachel.pelt.com, you get entered to win a free one-on-one session with me. If you take that screenshot and you share it on Instagram and you tag me at AaronR.pelt, you also get entered to win a free one-on-one session with me. I'm also sending gifts, swag bags with just mala beads from India and just spiritual alignment support. So thank you so much. Episode two and three are on your way right now. Have the best day. Feel good. Satnam. And I will talk to you soon. Namaste. Thank you.